What's up, men? Welcome to the Mel Cartel Podcast. Let's get started. Do you think men are important? Like for what? <laughs> men are not meant to be dominant. Men are meant to be submissive. Life's too short to exercise. I'm just going to be honest. It's okay to be fat. Dispelling toxic masculinity and really redefining what it means to be a man. Men can cry. You so It's okay to be weak. It's okay to be weak. I'm telling you right now, not everybody wants to see you win. You seem to be more woman than you are man. You don't have any manly quality. You uh, give them this message that it's okay to be a man. It's not okay. It's necessary. How are we going to do without men? You look around the city here, you see all these buildings go up. These men, they're doing impossible things. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Be a dangerous man. Being dangerous is not being a threat. They're two different things. You can't be a good man if you're not a dangerous man. You say one disrespectful thing to my wife. I am not only willing, but I am able to inflict great bodily damage. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. I can't explain it, but you better feel it. Winners win and losers lose. I can't explain it any better than that. I don't know how it happens, but winners win. And if you create a culture of losing, if you keep being a victim, if you keep letting losing happen to you, if you keep letting people do you and treat you any kind of way, it's gonna become a culture. What's the matter with you? There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Here's your host, Nick and Shane. Welcome back, Mel Cartel. It's so great to be with you. My name is Nick. And I'm Shane. And we're so grateful to be back with you. This is uh, technically episode 14 or season two, episode three. That's it. And season so, two, episode. Usually this is when it gets good in season two. Like, when there's a season, season by the time like the third episode or whatnot, yeah, means it's usually pretty good. Well, I noticed on our last episode we were back in the charts, and of course we chart when we have episodes, but yeah. not all the time. Uh, it's weird because some people listen to podcasts at different times. Yeah, I like to listen to them when I'm traveling long distances. So yep. I know some people they don't listen like as soon as it releases. So our numbers sometimes fluctuate, but um, I think our last two episodes have done really well. Boom. Let's go. I do. I'm the same way. I listen to podcasts. I follow. I, I usually do it the next day. Yeah. So they after come it in, releases. After release. I usually am. I'm a next day or if that's a thing. Is that a thing? Next I, dayers. I mean, you just Could made be. it. I just made, made it a thing. thing. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Hey, what is on top of your head? It is a hat, man. Yeah. Merch. MC. Mail Cartel. Hat. This is swag. Merch and uh, a gift. Yeah, you, I think you got one on your head too. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a different style. Uh, Producer Carell behind the scenes has the same one you do. Yeah, uh, twinsies. One of the Mel Cartel uh, Monty. Uh, he had these made for us and for himself, and actually several guys at my church. He gave some out to, and so they look good. They, they look, look real good. Awesome, they're nice. and they're Richardson too. So I love Richardson brand. Yeah. And so, but Monty, man, he is a beast. He's got a great beard. He has a, a phenomenal uh, testimony. His story is really awesome, too. I'd love, I'd love for, because of his work schedule, we'd probably have to work out a different schedule yeah. of recording, but I'd love to get him in uh-huh. and talk to him sometime. Yeah, yeah, it, it'd be awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. You guys are blessed to have him. 
So yeah. thankful super, my super hat. Guy. Yeah, super guy. And we're we're getting pricing on shirts, hoodies, t-shirts, hats just like this one. So we'll be releasing that soon. We've had several people reach out. Yep. Um, like one of our other Mel Cartel listeners, member of the cartel, Brent. Um, he said his wife, you know, does uh, hoodies, and so they're going to get us some prices so we can get the best quality at the best price, so that we can get those out to everybody. But hmm. grateful for this gift, and yeah, man, just the fact we're going to be able to offer it to other people. Yeah, are you going to bre- are you going to wear yours in like break it in, break it in really good? Or are you going to keep it as like a nice looking hat? I plan on having mine to be like the beat up hat I wear wear it all the time. Yeah, I want to. Look how I feel. Very, very beat up. <laughs> very beat up. Uh, yeah. I, I, once I get a hat that I like, you know, I wear it Me until too. I maybe get another one. And so um, I've been wearing my Men of Valor one since I got it back in August. And so, um, yeah, this this now, I mean, we are the male cartel. So That's right. I'm definitely repping our own stuff. Well, if you, uh, you know, I guess you could give, if you wanted to give it away, you know, we we had an incident last week. I, th- I just thought I'd, I'd bring it up since it is milk cartel. Since we are men, um, we were at Zaxby's. You know, we're with <laughs> me, you, and Cap, and we are. I totally uh, forgot about hanging this. out, mentoring, and all. You forgot, and so we were at the register. And you want to? You want to? Can you? You want to explain it? What was happening? Well, I'll tell from my perspective, and right, you, you want right, to tell right, from we'll your because you were up there a lot oh, longer. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, this is funny. So we get there. Uh, we meet with one of our other. Uh, cartel members uh and nash and so he uh, uh as shane has termed him um cap for captain america because he yeah. does kind of resemble he does. that he's he, listen he's handsome he, he he's is a good really looking guy yeah he's a good looking guy yeah. well i call it like i see it his his uh wife sierra um got got her a good one yep and so uh cute kids they you know they've got cute kids and so uh, we've been meeting with him, just kind of doing some some mentoring, but also just kind of you know growing together as leaders and men. Yep. And so we went and grabbed lunch at the local Zaxby's, which uh, <laughs> Shade's like, well, I usually order on the app. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was trying to pull it up, set up the account. And by then the line, you know, it was the register was open, so I was like, I just step up and order on the register. So. Shane orders his meal while we're ordering ours at the same time. Yep. And we get, we sit down, our name's called. So we go get our food and Shane's like, Where, where's, where's mine? mine? Mine should be available. And so he goes up to check on it and the lady says something, I guess it'd be a minute or something. Uh-huh. Cause I had to change so out I was my next sauce. In line. Yeah. You're next in line. So I changed out my sauce, but while we were up there, you walked up first, then I walked up. Um, there was a group of ladies looked like they were painters because they had Sherwin yep. Williams shirts on. Um, everybody's just grouped up there. There's no like singular line. And so uh, they move and this guy, this young Hispanic looking guy steps up and he starts ordering and you don't think anything of it. And next thing you know, this older man starts like yelling at him, talking, mm-hmm. hey man, you know, you cut and the other guy's like, no, I didn't. And he's, and the more I thought about it after that, I was like, I think the young guy was actually more in the right. Uh-huh. And the way he handled it was like really good uh-huh. because of course he, he kind of shot back at the guy, but he never like, he, he never even turned in his direction to like buck up at him or anything like uh-huh. that. So the guy's telling him, 
you know, he cut him and he tells him, you know, shut up. No, I didn't. I was next in line, which once again, everybody's grouped there. And I think the, yeah. the uh, older man was talking to another older man, yep. wasn't paying attention. So then the guy's uh, looking and I think he thought with us looking on, because you and I are looking dead at him, almost uh-huh. like, are we going to have to break up a fight? Or, you know, what's happening here? We're just watching. We're not intervening. You know, Proverbs talks about getting in the middle of two dogs fighting. You're going to essentially get bit. Yeah, you know, right. don't. So we're watching. And um, the the man looks, I remember him looking at us, the older man. And it's almost like, I got I to gotta prove myself. Uh-huh. You know, and so he then starts jawing at the guy again. And he starts even uh, cussing at him. And the guy cusses back and says, you know, shut the blank up, leave me alone. He's just trying to order. Mm-hmm. And so once again, the guy quits, but he looks at us and we're still watching. Mm-hmm. At least I was and just observing, seeing what's going on. And then he says something along the lines of, I tell you what, you know, if we weren't in this place, I'd whatever. And then he says, I tell you what, why don't you, why don't you step out outside with me? And, <laughs> the guys once again by then he's done ordering tells him to shut the blank up again and steps out of line he never even goes and confronts the guy he doesn't get in his face he he goes and you know mm-hmm. stands in line and um and the man st- by then the older man that was talking to him kind of put his hand on him like settle down you know mm-hmm. and i i remember just telling you guys like could you imagine like you're in the jail report for getting in a fight over someone cutting you in line. Uh-huh. You know, it just was ridiculous. But the funnier part was the guy, Matt. <laughs> the same the guy, as Matt. Tell us about Matt. So Matt, so uh, me being up there for a while um, in Yeah, tell us about your Spanish, meal too. How uh, long were you up there? <laughs> listen, they, they have forgotten the meal. It was on the screen. And I'm up there just hanging out. I'm like, and I told the lady, I said, listen, this is 20 minutes already. I said, Ma'am, I just ordered some chicken tenders. I didn't order anything fancy. And they just thought that somebody else had helped me. And I'm going, nobody, usually they take the order and they put it literally on that rack that's there. So I just go up there and check the rack. And then that's how it's been quick, quick, quick. And I actually ordered my food before Nick finished ordering his food. And I was like, oh, it's done. By the time they got called, I was like, oh, it's, it's got to be up there on that little rack, you know, to, to go rack because I ordered to go. I thought somebody maybe took it. Yeah, I, t- I ordered it to go. No, it's just sitting there on the screen and never moved, never moved to the left. Like things, the, w- the way that it lines up on the screen, when one gets orders completed, turns a different color, then it goes away and then somebody moves and that's how it shifts. And uh, mine just stayed in one location, just having a little party. <laughs> and then, so I'm up there and then Matt, bless his heart, he, the guy who, who's took it, taking these men's orders is, he's got one arm because his other arm is in a sling. And I don't know why it's in the sling. But he probably he's tried to break up another fight. Break. And then Matt, you can see Matt's face like, do I really have to do this right now? <laughs> I get paid $9 fighting, an hour. They're going to punch Matt. Matt's got one arm. He can't even defend himself. Matt looks like he just had a bad day. He Matt, he just looks like a guy. If I, I was explaining this to someone. It would be, he just looks like somebody who stays up all night long playing video games. Yeah. And he has one arm. One, one and, a, and the other ones in a sling, and it looks like he doesn't. He's he's miserable to be at Zaxby's, and he probably and so, sprained his other arm wielding <laughs> the sword does. of uh, uh, Zelda. He, he's on he, his video game. He, he's the guy, Nick. That that the guy would 
probably the older gentleman would swing. The young guy with younger reflexes would duck, and then Matt would get <laughs> Matt, jacked in the yes. jaw. And he's just hanging out, taking an yes. order. But these men about to fight over some chicken tenders. I mean, it's like, okay, okay, okay. This is not a big deal. But really, it was just like you painted it. The The young guy, he was standing there next to that line, and it seemed like the older gentleman, because it was a pair right. who came in from work, I guess, done construction, and they... It looked like they were thinking the other line was that the other register would get open, per- right. perhaps. But the other guy was there, and he was only waiting there in that kind of awkward moment because of that huge group of people that just ordered their food. And uh, matter of fact, they got their food before I got my food, so I just watched everybody just come through and get their food. And you didn't at yell point. at anybody, did you? I didn't yell at nobody. I was just like, "Is this really happening?" And bless her heart, she was the woman. W- she was thinking it was it was not her fault behind there that was handing yeah. the food and stuff, and so I didn't want to make a big deal about it. But I I I could feel the temperature rising with myself when I've already been up for twenty minutes, and that's why I was like, "Hey, I am so sorry, it's me again." But I just ordered something plain, and I could see it on the screen. And can I just have my food because my friends are almost done? And she was like, "Oh, like oh yeah." Because when you got to the table, we were like. Man, yep. thanks for joining us. For, we had a great lunch together. I know, man. They just it was a gave, long time. It was a long time. I've had something similar like that happen with the food order at, at a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Where they brought the food and they put it on the rack, and I ordered it at the front to go. They never brought it to me or anything, and I had still had the... And it was just a miscommunication, and somebody, I guess... I, my guess was they were a new worker, and they just put it up. But in this case, I'm guessing it was Matt's problem. Matt, he probably got caught in that one arm, Matt. One arm, I mean, Matt. Yeah, so he, had a bur- he couldn't follow wing. up with me. I was trying to get his attention, but man, he was in the zone. But it, you're right. I think it was a young guy. It was his. He was in the right, and the older guy is very lucky he didn't get jacked in the jaw. Yeah, it, young guy was pretty stout. He was stout, and then he he. You could tell he didn't want to fight, but he was using this language to elevate. You know, to seem. Like, hey, I'm gonna do something because he's using, you know, he was just saying like I would, you know, f you up and you know, f and leave me alone, that type of thing. And then the older guy was just, he was like, and he would he would talk, he would do the talk deal loud enough to his friend about the guy that sits out of him. Like, you hear what this guy's saying to me? It's like, bro, you should just said it to him. But you're this is over chicken tenders, bro. You're next in line. Like you about to order behind him. It's it what, doesn't make 30 it. seconds. I would have, if somebody was about to cut in line, it like they were in a hurry. I would let them cut in front of me. Like, Hey, you can go ahead and yeah, order. Yeah. Well, you might go also, like, I think that guy just cut me, Uh huh. but understanding it, it uh-huh. probably wasn't intentional, uh-huh. especially with everybody. So grouped up there in Zaxby's, it's different than like a, a, a Chick-fil-A where you have a little line that you kind of go around, you know? They have a little area, then you just kind of zigzag, and then you get to the spot, and there'll be two registers, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, uh, remember, like uh, Best Buy? Right. You wait in line, and then they call your name. Whoever's like, they do the same thing at like Marshall's or yeah. Ross, whatever. Yeah, was it was funny, man. So, yeah, oh, I can imagine having, jacked to, up. having to call Nikki and be like, can you come bail me out of jail? What happened? A guy cut me at Zaxby's, exactly. and I, <laughs> fought, I asked him to go out into the parking lot. I really felt like the older guy. As he kept looking at us, other men. I don't know. He if He want affirmation. Well, I think I, that's what it was. I think he felt like he had to prove himself, yep. almost like a a wounded child still uh-huh. that had to prove yep. himself to other yep. men and to dads. And so, but I I felt, you know, I looked at it later uh, after we had parted ways and all, 
and thought about it. I was like, you know, how many years ago that probably would have been me and probably uh-huh. was me in some cases, uh, short-tempered and short, short-fused because of other things that I was dealing with. And I've, as I've shared on, you know, where we, the episode where we shared our uh, failures, yeah. talked about my anger and all. Yeah. And uh, really, I could see some of that in him where when you're that short of a fuse, uh-huh. something else is going on, uh, whether you're trying to prove yourself or whatever. And so, you know, I mean, it's a funny story. It was hilarious as we're kind Isn't of it? the whole scenario. It was, oh gosh. One wing mat, the the <laughs> the food, the fight, you know, it, it, it was a, a kind of a funny scenario. Um, although I don't like it that your food had to wait. Had to wait. Yeah, man. But, it's it's a it's an eye opener for us as guys that other people are looking at us, and from our standpoint, the older guy looked like a you know it's like you're not proving right. anything to us. That's you right. just make yourself look foolish. Well, yeah, you're right. The younger guy, it just seemed to me because I was up there before he got in line. I mean, he was still in line before he ordered the food, and I remember, you know, you just look at people. I mean, I, I people watch all the time, and it's a probably a it could be a good thing or a bad thing, but. Um, he, you could tell he was like just in the zone. He just wanted to order food. He's probably on a lunch break, right. just trying to grub real quick and get out of here and go back to a job that he really didn't want to work at. And, um, the way that the, the older man approached him, he just quick, quickly used, used some, some language, colorful language. And you just knew automatically like there's something else going on. But that older guy, man, it was like a movie. Oh, uh, you know, old Matt about to get jacked up. Yeah. Old young guy's on a duck. Older gentleman punches <laughs> Matt. Matt hits the ground. He knocks over all the fries at Zaxby's. All those really the the really good sauce at Zaxby's all fall on top of his head. He gets knocked exactly. down. His arm is jacked up in a sling. He can't get himself up. Now his nose has to have the tape on it from being broke. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's that's Matt. That's if, Matt. If you're, you're wanting like, to imagine Matt, that is Matt. And then you go have to give it, give your man of valor hat to him there because he's a man of valor. <laughs> you're like bro so yeah, that's the funniest thing so we'll see what happens in that was the a good time i do want to say before we get into today's topic we d- we did a really good last uh episode 53 yeah. minutes we 53. fooled people there for a little uh-huh. while because the uh original file set an hour and 15 minutes and it was uh 53 so uh that was a little gift for everybody <laughs> um we uh i know sometimes we go a little longer than that but we want to thoroughly yeah. cover everything uh i Saw our friend Ethan um, okay. yesterday. Okay. I don't know, you know, the one that doesn't like banter. That's right. Interestingly, I think he likes banter when it's what he wants to banter there about. There you go. Oh, yeah. We, which it's funny, we took a non scientific poll. It's on our social media. It's like 99.9% of people like the banter. That's what we hear from everyone. And Ethan does not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, we went to a barbecue place okay now i'm just gonna put this out there guys can make their own determination um, but we were at a barbecue place it's in um concord north carolina it's okay. called the smoke pit and this okay. is like texas style i mean the the beef brisket is great let's go pork barbecue everything's great so as we're leaving there's a bunch of people you know in line i mean this place is a very popular place and so there was a discussion about walking past the table, and there were two guys there, but they both had salad okay. at a barbecue place. Okay. There may have been a little bit of meat on it, but I guess the discussion had shifted to, you know, what's the chances 
that two guys go to lunch together uh-huh. and they both get salad. salad. <laughs> so there was just a discussion uh-huh. about that. And so Ethan was taking the point of, hey, it's innocent. That could happen. And then he proposed the question to me, being the male cartel host, co-host uh-huh. with the, uh-huh. the show, like, when did it become a manly thing to eat meat? Okay. And so all throughout the time we were together, he kept going back to the salad. And I was like, what happened to no banter? Like, you don't uh-huh. like to banter. It sounds like you like to banter about what you like to banter uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. So anyway, I just thought it was quite interesting that Ethan, who doesn't like our banter, likes to banter. Uh, he likes to defend. I, I just thought about like the two of us. I was like, if, you know, I ate some salads when I was... Um, you know, trying to focus on my weight. And there's times yeah. that you may be cutting or something and you're watching your calories. So you may choose a salad. But what's the chances of like, if I was at a barbecue place with Shane, that both of us are in, are going to get salads, salads together? Maybe a side salad, a part of with the meat at a barbecue joint. That's about it. Usually a barbecue, you, you know, you're going to get their salad. You're going to get, literally, you're going to get, I'm, I'm getting meat. And a side of meat, <laughs> with a side of meat, topped with and then meat. probably a potato salad and a peach cobbler with meat and with meat on it. And that's what's <laughs> going to happen. But Smothered I will tell you, it's meat. funny you say that because when I went to lunch the other, other day with Monty, he got a salad at lunchtime, and so did I. We both got salads wow. at lunch, but it was an Applebee's, and so I got a Caesar's because it's lunchtime. I don't either. I'm going to flip-flop it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, if we were at a barbecue place, that's different. Barbecue is like from the Lord, and so I'm, I'm going to eat meat, meat, meat. Yeah, not Applebee's. Applebee's. I'm probably not going to do it. If I go to Chili's, I'm going to get the same thing I always get at Chili's. You know, if I go to Outback, I will get a steak. I will get a baked potato the same way I always get. And I'm also get a, a Caesar salad like I did with you guys. And then I'm getting a Bloomin' Onion. It's going to happen. It's like yeah. what you do at that, you know, and Longhorns, I get the same exact, I don't shift anything up, but if I go to a barbecue place, I'm getting meat. Yeah, I, I, that's, what, that's what I do even at Shane's Rib Shack, which I don't think is the greatest barbecue, barbecue place. Yeah. But if I eat there, you know, I usually get there, I get, I'll get barbecue and I may get wings. That's the only two options. I'll get wings and I'll get like 18 count wings or 15 count grilled wings and I, and I don't get anything else. With it, just wings, meat. Yeah, it was definitely odd at a barbecue place, but I think the perception, two guys getting a salad at Applebee's, definitely, y'all look like a couple. <laughs> so funny. It's Applebee's. It's Applebee's. It's Applebee's. And so, you like... You definitely would. We... we I don't know if we look like a couple, but if we were an odd couple, you know, you <laughs> we, you, I love to hear what people think. Do we look like a couple? Do we, would do we, cause you can make me self-conscious next time. No, so did. I'm at least leading me to hold his hand of Monty. Monty, give I'm me your hand. Bro. It. I'm, I'm going, Hey, you order, go ahead, order. And if I hear salad, I'm like, you know what? I'm just eating salad for dinner tonight because <laughs> that's right. That's I'm right. not, not at Applebee's. That's right. No. That's right. So was maybe Ethan dead, was onto something. I was already I dead set on getting me black and shrimp. Caesar salad. I, I was already dead set because I they have pretty good salad there. At, yeah, I, I, but I, I love salad. I can eat salad on, on everything. I actually made me a salad last last night for supper, man. I put, but it was like ham, and it was yeah, obviously the green and tomatoes in it, and then I put ham, uh, turkey, and roast beef. 
and I put some cheese and I cut it up and then I had it in a bowl and then I put it in a, a one of those, what is that, the pinta or pinta? Pen, uh, pita. Pita, pita bread. bread. That's it. Yeah. Pita, pita. Put it in a pita bread and then that's how I ate it, like a hmm. sandwich. But I decided to do it that way because I was just So really when we want- get lunch today with Cap, I'm, I might I'm, get a salad, y'all. Just, you can't get a salad. I will get chicken tenders. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Well, my my um my answer to him, I think, was as soon as the fall of man and men, could, I mean, men could eat meat. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. it's always been a thing right. yeah. as far back as from tribe because he was talking about vegetables and and women cooking. I was like, yeah, women cook it. But uh-huh. men were hunter gatherers, oh, yeah. and Jacob it's just and always been a thing. And I mean, you had—I mean, think about David. He fought uh-huh. off a bear and a lion, you know, before Goliath. I mean, uh-huh. you had to have strength, and that's, that's right. where you, you get the most strength from the protein, protein of meat, yep. not being a vegetarian. And so, yeah, there's vegetables, but there are some people. There's a movement though, right now. It has been for the last like probably ten years of people trying to say you should just do plant based. Protein. Oh, they're idiots. And then our toots smell terrible too, bro. Yeah. Your farts, I mean, like, you listen, if you use the bathroom, we call them, we call them little toots in our home because I have little ones, but it smell, it, it would smell so bad that toilet automatically flushes. Where, when I'm at, you could be you outside, you flush, you, you, yeah, yeah, you, you poop, you know, like, you, you poot uh, or fart, whatever you want to call it, outside. The toilet inside flushes. It smells so, <laughs> That's it smells how so bad. bad. That's how bad it smells. <laughs> plant based. So those of you just do. I just do plant based protein. I'm letting you know your farts smell horrible. Okay, it smells it from Shane. Heard first, from me. Right I, and I, and you, there's no way you can convince me that yours smell like Polo Sport Mm-mm. or any other cologne. Well, and there's also I, I'm I'm wanting to research and check out the carnivore diet, diet? because uh-huh. I've heard uh, there's a lot of people said even just eating certain even green leafy vegetables, stuff like that. They still had problems. Jordan Peterson's daughter was one, had junior uh, arthritis, I think, rheumatoid arthritis uh-huh. or whatever, and it has been uh, essentially cured. It's been, you know, kind of rendered uh, painless or whatever by she only, she does the lion diet, which uh-huh. is only red meat, and it's eliminated her issues from I, I've read a bunch of arthritis. I've actually have two friends of mine, they, they do that. Um but you know the one thing that's weird about that when people do that when they sweat, it's like it, they smell bad, bro. Yeah, they smell like like. But it's not. It's like uh, it's smell not like, like a lion. Been rolling yeah, around you smell the, like meat, bro. Yeah, the yeah. meat sweats. You just smell, well, that's the yeah. I mean, like whether it's vegetables or all meat, you know, you're gonna. Smell if you can like balance, you, you can smell pretty good. I knew somebody that when they sweat, they actually smell good. And I was in high school. I remember they're like, they just don't ever stink, man. It was just weird. They never stink. They actually like they huh. ate cucumber melon, uh, melon. Uh, uh, lotion, <laughs> lotion from, from Bath and Body Works. They just drink it. All right, well, go for it. We're gonna pick up. Uh, this go. is part two of um, the the roles of men. Uh, I forget what we titled it, but um, we are continuing now. We're gonna cover three today, um, beginning with number four on the list from this article that we talked about in episode 13, the previous episode. So if you did not listen to that one, you could start there and get caught up. And what I'm going to do is read what the article says. I'm going to pass it um, to Shane to share his thoughts first, and then I'll follow up after that. And then he'll take the next article uh, or the next point, and then I'll close out with the third. So um, this is what the article says, which is by the Good Men Project. 
Um, and it's uh, the, the, the header is the disposability of men and boys. And this is what the article says. Men have historically been the first to war, the first into a burning building, the last to exit a sinking ship. Men are seen as the champions of economic progress and the ones who are there to put into place the infrastructure that drives our transportation and communication systems. But there are hidden costs. Every year, thousands of men die in the coal mines, railroads, sewers, satellite towers, and other dangerous workplaces that are too often taken for granted. From the invisibility of boys who are being sex trafficked to men who are being exploited as cheap manual labor, there's something in our collective consciousness that treats men and boys as disposable. Even in the world of sports and entertainment, this is true. Read any one of our countless articles on CTE and the NFL, for examples. Showcase someone as a hero, but when they get catastrophically injured, there's always someone next in line. What we think of as progress often comes with an enormous price tag for men and boys. A clear example of this is in the shipbreaking yards of Chikong. Cruise ships, ocean liners, freighters get pulled up on a beach, and then most impoverished men and boys in the surrounding community break them down with mallets and bats. This is where ships go to die. It's where men and boys do too. Men and boys are also invisible victims of rape and sexual assault. There's no clear language, few outlets for them to talk about it, and an often society-driven reluctance for them to come forward. Which thoughts? My thoughts, my thoughts are, uh, so what's the big deal? <laughs> that's, that's my thoughts. So, so what's the big deal? I mean, you, uh, and you know, the, the title of this article, remember, is the top 12 issues men face a day. And I don't look as being a, an, an issue. I just think that everybody goes through something. I think that there is, I mean, you could say the same thing about women, you know, dying in pregnancy, right? Giving birth, like, well, but that's their role. Like, like I, I'm, I can't share that burden of dying in pregnancy because I can't have, because I'm a male, I can't give birth, you know? So I'm, I'm excluded from that. And I, and so I just think naturally yeah, throughout society, like men are just physically stronger and there's some women that are beast, you know, and then you know, they're strong in their own right, comparable to other men. Right. But I think that, um, from beginning of time, I think that we are protectors by nature. Um, I don't know why the majority of the, the the men serve on these dangerous oil rigs and things like that, but it seems like that's what men go and do. Um, there's some assumed responsibility even in my home that something happens. My wife with the yard, my wife expects me to 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 fix the lawnmower. Like it's just like just our society as a whole, and maybe it's a cultural thing, but I've seen different cultures around the planet, right? And but I just think as a man, uh, we, we are the ones who who will fight, and we're the ones who will probably get shot because we do fight back, and um, you know, that type of thing. And so I, I don't see CTI. I mean, like, they use the sports entertainment as if, like, these are men being held from their, you know, against their will. And like they gladiators. Into a, and, and throw them in a coliseum. Yeah. Exactly right. They're not. They're getting paid millions and millions of dollars. And so here's the truth be told. If if I, I would let you hit me, tackle me, and bring me into a wall, Nicholas, and I get paid $3 million, sign me up, bro. 
Right. Sign me up. I have a little bit of brain damage. I'm setting my family up. And that's just how I look at it. And that could be right or wrong. Some people may listen. You may disagree with it. But I just think, man, like you just know what you're going to come, you're, you're going to get. That's why a lot of truck drivers make good money, but they're driving, you know, they're doing hard work. It may not seem like hard work for a lot of people, but you're riding and staying up long hours and you're driving this big, dangerous you know, rig and you drive it all across the United States, wherever you're going to go, and you're using heavy machinery. Uh, you know, people who get uh, usually work with electrician, uh, power companies. That's a dangerous job, and they get paid very well because it is a dangerous job. And so you sign up for it. And I know women who do men what we'd consider mainly men jobs and stuff, but you know what you get yourself into. So right. I go, I don't even see the problem with it. But uh, as far as uh, you know, human trafficking. You and I have spent some time. Um, uh, with that, like, uh, you know, countering that and working on, on a mission um, before. Um, and I, th- I just think that um, people are being stolen male and female. And I don't think it's just female. I think there is males, but is it is it an issue today because it's just male or is the brunt of it? I don't think, I just think that men are just, we just do th- hard things, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me, man. I'm talking yeah, in circles. I, I- well, I'm glad you elaborated because there was one episode not too long ago. Nikki's like, "Did you let Shane talk?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, we we just we say what we want to say." <laughs> so when right. you said just that one sentence, I was like, "Oh man, don't leave it there." <laughs> but, <laughs> but I agree. Uh, one, sure. I mean, if you want to highlight what men are doing because uh-huh. you don't feel like it's being highlighted, if that's the point of this in the article, yeah, great. I agree. But the reality is these different jobs that are mentioned, yes, it's probably more than 75%. I've, I've seen some video where they go through the different jobs. Some of them are like 97%. Some That's of them right. are like 85%. I've seen those two. So none of them are 100%. There are women in some of them. But that means women aren't doing it's the No one says that you can't do this job if you're a woman. Is that women either can't do it physically or... They don't want to. That's right. So I don't know what the problem with that is, unless it's the fact that men aren't giving the respect uh-huh. um, and maybe the honor uh, that we they feel like should be given to them because they do those jobs. Yeah. Um, and so yes, I say absolutely, men deserve some sort of respect and not to be painted as the the doofus that can't do anything. That's right. That is at beholden to his wife or to a woman um, because they're the smart ones and they're the ones that get things done. No, we all get things done. It's just in different um, areas and uh-huh. in different ways. And so that's why oftentimes your wife or maybe your girlfriend, if you're hanging out together, will hand you the jar when they uh-huh. can't open it. Because men, by nature, are naturally stronger than women. Uh-huh. Men, by nature, take risks. Like uh-huh. we we run to it. Um, there there was a video in a study not too long ago talking about how when um, men are left to decide things on their own, they build hierarchies. Uh-huh. And so, like sports teams, okay, you're going to be the quarterback, you're going to be the captain. You're men do that naturally, where women. Uh, do games that have no hierarchy, um, you know, games that everyone gets to participate and, you know, no one's over the other. They're more yeah. relational driven. We're more competitive. And so, yeah, you see that satellite tower and a bulb needs to be changed 
sign me up. You yep. know, I, I'm going to do it. I, yep. I'm the one that goes to the edge of the the you know Grand Canyon where my wife is like, nope, I'm not going that far out. So I give her the keys yep. when we're at the Grand Canyon so she doesn't get stranded. And I'm going to go get the view, the view because I'm I'm wired that way. Yep. I'm I'm not going to shy away from that. I have run into a building that we thought was on fire when we were on a missions trip in New York City, and my friends were upstairs, and I didn't I couldn't see them amongst our the rest of our group. So I ran up to to let them know and to try to get them out if there was a fire. So yeah, that's just how personally I'm hardwired. So, I mean, if you want to give men more respect and say they're not highlighted, um, I do think women and children, I mean, you know, women and girls are probably highlighted on the trafficking side more than men. Yep. Um, so, yeah, bring awareness, but it's not a problem. You're not going to change that. You're not going to shift those industries to go, you know, um, wi- women need to be, you know, in these industries more um, and force that to be the case. Yep. Because some women may not want that. That's right. And so disposability, I don't know if it's as much disposable. Like it talks about the football and the CTE and next man up. Well, no. One, you go into it. So if you want to provide better health benefits for those people, knowing that there is a higher risk, you know, higher risk jobs pay more. So you get paid millions of dollars to do that. If you want to provide better health benefits for those individuals, cool. Yep. But it's not just next man up because it is a business. What are you supposed to do? Go, hey, we're not going to fill this position on the field because the last guy got CTE and we, we want to extend respect to him. No, it's, it's, it is a business mm-hmm. that you enter into. And I think, once again, this is written from a mentality of almost like anti-capitalism, anti-business, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, more social, you know, every, equality and... Inclusion um, and inclusion all Inclusion yep. for everybody. And that's just not how the, the world what well, I had two things when you were talking. Two things I thought of. One, um, and this is just my my random thought, but, you know, a lot of women that, you know, that they'll probably w- want to do something um, that's hard. You know, and, they did, and then women work hard jobs all the time. Stay-at-home mom is, is a tough job. And there's, there's many other, being a nurse on your feet in 14 hours and taking care of people who are ornery, that's a tough job. And uh, and I have I know more nurses that are men than are women, just personally. But like when it comes to something that's like life or or death situation, it I can easily see a, a female go. You know, I'm just gonna take a back seat and let the male let the man go do that, and then you know take that job, take that risk because it's uh, I really don't you know especially if it's like something that could cut their face up or you know something that's going to harm them physically it's like uh, I don't know if that's worth it because I'll, I'll I'll take her and you know and men you're you're men are more prone to go you know I'm not going to let some woman just provide for me you know it'll be, it'll be a special case you know yeah. they might go you know I think you know I just want somebody to provide so I'm going to step back and let the woman go and do this hard thing we're more prone to go okay we want to take care of and want to lead provide but what you're saying about the women and fe- male and female let me think of you, you there was a uh, TV show I found it on Tubi and um, where it was they're stranded on an island and it was guys and girls and they're separated and I remember watching I don't know which episode season it was but I remember watching the guys just like what you said they created like a hierarchy like somebody to be the leader and then they had some guys who were kind of weenies on the show automatically you knew them they're they're, they're gonna struggle being 
stranded on the island, had to defend for themselves and provide water and food and all that. And so, but the guys did that, created a hierarchy. And the women, they just like fussed and fight, man. They just argued and they just could not don't, you know, bond. It actually took a turn for the best for them when they made it, when they, they you know, they met each other on the island and they, they created it, you know, and the weenie guys got exposed, which obviously you're going to see that. Some of the women who are really tough and they're natural leaders and all that, and they're tough, they exposed those guys for who they really were, oh, which wow. the guys already knew who they were. They just weren't going to like badmouth them, you know? It's kind of like obvious. You know when there's a lion in the room and when you know there's jackals in the room, you don't have to you know, showboat or do anything. It was kind of like exposed like that. But when it really got exposed when those tough women came in, because next to those, the weenie guys, they was like, are you kidding me? But it was, a, it was unique. You smart the hierarchy. It was, it was immediately the guys, they just formed, formed a group and got a game plan. And then the ladies just, they tried to do that, but then they were like having issues and talking bad about each other and never like an addressing thing to the face until it blew up. Yeah. Then they did. And you're like, just like what you're saying, you know, it, and so that that's interesting how that is. I'm sure it, there's cases where it doesn't work that way, but yeah. So I agree with you. Want me to read the next one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, number two, I mean, sorry, number five, which is our second one today. Parenting, comma, stay at home dads and uh, paternity leave. While some, so I'm, I'm going to open up my, see if I can get my brightness here so I can read it. Uh, while times are changing and stereotypes along with them, there are many places where moms are still seen as the default parent, the one who is more natural at the act of parenting and caring for kids or children. Dads are clearly present in the lives of their children, but stay-at-home dads are still all too often seen as slackers or losers when nothing could be further from the truth. They are there for their children because they want to be a part of their children's lives. And yet, men are not supported in and learning about their roles of becoming a father in the same way that a woman are taught about becoming mothers. This starts early. Boys don't play with dolls and then goes all the way to the workplace. Men, even men with money and status and privilege, often cannot take paternity leave without it being questioned. Men also find enormous difficulties where it comes to divorce and custody. The roles of active engaged fathers should be coveted and that it's not going to happen if men are seen as financial providers who are incapable of nurturing what you think i know one man who is a stay-at-home father uh -huh. and i don't know him well so i can't speak to the situation if a man is a stay-at-home father i have my opinion uh -huh. and i have my thoughts on it um, i i still think the, the man is, um, based on my belief in scripture, is the head of the home. He is the lead of the home. I think naturally we are providers and protectors and those things that we've discussed at length. If a woman has a skill and an ability and an education that can provide more money financially and uh, for their family, and that's a, a decision they make individually as a, a home, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, then that's, that's going to be up to them. Uh, mm -hmm. it, you know, especially if they want to homeschool their children and the dad stays at home and homeschools while the mom's making the income, that would be weird to me. I couldn't do that. Yeah. So it would, I think, take a special guy. Um, but I do know, not personally, but I know of guys who um, are stay-at-home fathers. Um, and it's more of because of the lazy factor, as they say, is the stereotype. I'm sorry. Um, there, there's a stereotype oftentimes because there is proof 
uh, that gives foundation to some of that. So I would never paint with a broad brush to say every man that stays at home and educates their children, there's male educators in the school system. Uh-huh. So, you know, I would not paint any broad brush to go everybody fits that bill. But there's rules and there's exceptions to the rule. 100%. And so I think the rule has lended to over the years that yes, men are lazy, they don't want to work, they complain, and oftentimes they sit at home and play video games and sleep in and they're not even productive. So on that end, I would say if that's the the motivation, I think you have to speak to the motivation and to each individual. Um, if that's the motivation, I would say, yeah, that's wrong and you're out of place. If you're like working around the house and fixing things and educating the children and still being productive, then that's, I think, up to each individual. But I do take uh, issue with, in quotes, where it says... Um, the mom, seen as the default parent, the one who is more "quote unquote" natural at the act of parenting and caring yeah. for the children. Um, I wouldn't say parenting. Parents um, are a male and a female. Yeah. That, that's a parent, and so and I know they take issue with that. But um, my podcast, your podcast, my opinion, your yeah, opinion, their article, whatever, we can say what yeah. we want. Um, and so the mom is a parent, and the mom is. T- typically more naturally more nurturing and plays a different role than the dad so they're not seen as the natural parent they're seen as the natural nurturer they're seen as the natural mom who you know the the child falls and scrapes themselves they're going to take care of the boo-boo you Uh know they're going to clean it up bandage it up dad's going to say get back on the bike you know Mm. go try it again so we have different roles um it doesn't mean they're the natural parent it means they play a natural role as a parent. And what people like this group is trying to do is erase that. And you'll see yeah. on the next very discussion yeah. how they're trying to erase mom and dad completely. Yep. And they say it. So that's what I take issue with is uh, how they say mom is the natural because mom does naturally do certain things. Yeah, That's how God wired them and designed them. Well, I, I was, I mean, when you were saying, I, I, I kind of knew where you stood anyways, but, and I agree hundred percent with you. I was thinking that they did a poor job wording this, but more than likely they did a good job pertain, you know, if they, they graded themselves, they'd say they probably did a good job because that's the point that they're trying to drive home is exactly what you're saying. And so, um, yeah, I, I've known guys and I, and I have some friends of mine that stay at home dads, uh, whether it's they re- retired medically from the military and then they make they still get a paycheck coming in and and they stay home with their kids and their wife has a career and so they both had careers and then one has to decide to you know they, they're still getting a paycheck because of military and their disability and they decided to pay in child care or whatever they're going to do and so they just said hey i'm just going to stay at home and take care of the home you know and uh i have a i've a been with hospitality to where um I enjoy hospitality, hosting people. Yeah. Um, my wife is the more where she would more like to talk socially to everybody. I'm more like I got. I see. I got to get things done, you know. And even at the house, I do most of the cooking in my house. Are you hard to catch like around the office, office. and stuff? <laughs> I am hard to kef- catch around the office because I'm like I got to get stuff done. So busy. So busy, and <laughs> so uh, you know when when uh, 
you know, when, when I think about like how we do our home, like I do most of the, 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 the cooking, you know, 90% of whatever the cooking and it's not my wife can't do it. Um, she doesn't enjoy doing it. It's a bear. And for me, I've been on my own for so long. It's just natural yeah. for me. And her mom never taught her how to do any of this, the, the stuff that I would say, like my grandma, I say, I stayed underneath her feet asking 10,000 questions about cooking. And I had a lot of responsibility as a young person. So it's just natural, easier, you know, and there's things that I can do around my house. I know without a doubt, you know, but my wife, we homeschool, but she makes everything. I could get the homeschool stuff done and that we've done it. And, you know, um, but everything's fine. I feel like I can run a tight ship, but my, my wife makes everything um, better. Like she's the person that makes something small, like a project. She makes it to seem like that's the greatest thing that the kids can do and, and, and have them energized to do the project. That's different than me. Cause me, I would say, listen, you guys gotta, you gotta get this thing done. Yeah. And I'm gonna be more like rough with that. I'm not gonna have to spend a lot of energy making things fun and beautiful in that. My wife, she does that. It's a natural right. bend. And so I agree with you, man. There, there's there's some, but I'll tell you what, man, if you're if you're listening and uh you should always check yourself to see if you're lazy. And um and so we want to be one percent better and and so in this case, uh if, if you're a stay at home dad, you listen and you're not helping around the house and you're just playing video games or I would say this, you're indulging on the things that you want to indulge on. Right. Like you're just caring about yourself. And you need to stop with that. You need the program. You need to be uh, a benefit, not a liability, and get it together. And so, well, and you um, brought out a good point for go to the next one. Yeah, you know, sure, maybe so many years ago there were certain roles that men and women played, um, and maybe that's just how it worked. Um, but I think that in a home, once again. The husband is leading the way. That doesn't mean he's trampling over his wife. Um, they're side by side, not front, and you know one's ahead of the other. Um, but when those hard decisions are made, or when there's a a conflict or a disagreement, someone's got to make a decision. Sometimes yeah. um, it's the father's responsibility to lead the home, lead it spiritually, and and move it in the right direction. And so there are natural things that come with that. Um, but like I remember my dad would handle all the finances, uh, you know, balance the checkbook back in the day when you had checkbooks oh, yeah. and all that. Um, I something I saw him do, sit down at the kitchen table, paying the bills and, you know, that type thing. Um, Nikki does that so much better than me. Now, um, I'm in the loop with the finances and, you know, there's financial decisions that um, we make together and, Sometimes it's like, hey, what what should we do? And that's I have to make that call. You know what's best for the home and things like that. But when it comes to like paying the bills, keeping everything balanced, um, Nikki did that for a career. Yeah. So she she is better at that. Yeah. So to say, you know, I could grow up, I could have grown up seeing a man do yeah. that yeah. and go, um, well, that's my job. And and we may not be as well off as Nikki, kind of keeping everything you know, in tune and balanced and things like that. doesn't mean I'm ignorant to it. I'm fully aware and involved. Um, and there's times we have to make those decisions, have those, have those conversations. So I'm not out of the loop and I'm not disconnected, but doing the day-to-day -day type stuff, mm -hmm. that's just, she's better at that. Yep. So, you know, we, there are things and, um, of course, we can't let media dictate everything, but if that's the mentality that there's certain stereotypes because of this, that, or the other, sure, there are people that have taken what they've seen and they think that's the rule and they push that. Yep. But that doesn't mean everybody does that and that doesn't mean that's the general consensus. 
Um, it just means that that's what some people do. Yep. And, you know. And I, I think that's it, man. I think can land a plane, just, you know, find out what you're good at as right. a family and just know as a male, you are the, you're, you, you, you have to lead. So you are the, the lead person in that relationship, but find out what, what works for you and what you're good at. And then, you know, somebody, you know, whatever you're good at, but you take, let them take the rain or you take the rain and work it out as a team. I mean, that's how good teams are formed, man. Yeah. Not everybody could do the same thing. And so yeah. we'll, we'll wrap this one up with this final, uh, uh, you know, portion of the article. Number six is the LGBT. I always thought there was a, another letter on there, but the LGBT movement and the expansion of gender and sexuality for all the strides that the LGBT movement has made. It's still difficult to be a man and to fall outside the gender and sexual norms. There's still real homophobia, transphobia, and gay bashing. Why? What is it about the perception of a quote-unquote real man in that uh, is that allows, hold on, real man is that allows those to occur. On the flip side, men of all kinds are becoming more vocal and more supportive of the entire gender spectrum. How long will it take for all types of gender and sexual expressions to be seen as normal? Should we, should we even divide people into man and female? Or should we simply work towards an all-gender world? We are now seeing many stories of same-sex families with grown children who seem to have turned out just fine. Thank you. We are heartened by the speed at which LGBT rights have made progress, but the work is far from over. Oh, Shane? Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, I think they're just completely wrong, man. They're, I think this is one of those deals where you go in knowing I 100% disagree with their agenda in this this number six, uh, the agenda, what they're pushing. Uh, I disagree. It's one of those deals where I can't find not one thing on this that I would agree in. Um you know, I think the statement I was trying to count up uh, it says, should we divide people into man, male and female, man <laughs> and female, or should we simply work towards an all gender world? And that just told me everything they wanted to know that, that, that they believe in. And then, then the last one, they had a little sarcasm when they said the next sentence was, we now see many stories of same sex families with grown children who seem to have turned out just fine. Thank you. And a little bit of the little snark at the mm. end of that. Um, yeah, man, I think it's dookie. I think it's dookie. And so I think they, they, these, these are the people who are not putting up their grocery carts um, at the at the stores. The buggies <laughs> are laying out, and I think this is it. And um, if you got your feelings hurt by me, by me saying that, um, I think that there is male and there is female, and I think that's how it is. And I think there the difference between a man and a boy um, – there's a huge difference. You could be a 50-year-old boy and not a man. A man takes care of his responsibility. Um, he owns his responsibility. He takes care of himself. He takes care of, takes care of others. Um, he is someone who provides and shows value and gives value and brings something to the table. And um, and so that's what I think um, what a man is. And and obviously, this is a podcast about men. And so and I, I feel um, a certain way about female as well. And there's little girls who are 
40 years old and who had babies and they go to parties all the time yeah. and go to bars and never home raising their children or being a parent, you know, type of thing. Um, and, uh, and they're just being a little girl playing dress up and doing what they want to do. And, um, and so they're not a woman yeah. uh, and definitely doesn't bring honor to situations. And so, but nah, you're not, you can't lump them in, in, in the same thing, man. I'm not going to say a lion is the same as an elephant. It's not right. going to, it's not going to work. And so I think that's foolish and that's dumb. And I think they should put their grocery card up and go. <laughs> I'm glad you expounded on that one as well. Cause mm-hmm. these short answers like, uh, had me worried. Uh, there's so much with this one. You know how sometimes people will, um, they want to, it's almost like passive aggressive. They want yeah. to go, uh, they want to say something or make a point. So, but they'll mix it in with a bunch of other issues, you know, oh kind of like hey this but also this 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 so so you know it's kind of uh-huh. softened i believe this whole thing the crux and the foundation of the root of what their whole complaints uh-huh. are found are founded in number six uh-huh. i believe this is what everything else we've talked about so far well they, they brought remember they brought number two when they when the number two was combating racism sexism homophobia homophobia and man box right Right. That was like you knew there was another agenda, right? Like well, what you're when saying. you start talking about stereotypes, uh-huh. so get this: a female, someone born as a female, uh-huh. who says they want to transition into a man, uh-huh. they're not going to have the natural uh, approach to life that men do. Yeah. So now you got to do away with the stereotypes. It's not stereotypes; it's natural. Uh, wiring of how God has made us. So to say, uh, you know, we have to dispel these stereotypes, What the, it all comes out of number six because if you're supportive of there being multiple genders and all these different things, you have to then attack the yeah. foundation by which male and female you know, blossoms from and, yeah. and what, we, what, what we do naturally. Um, because then someone trying to be a man, those, those things are not going to come natural to them. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, um, there uh, are other videos. There's one that someone had made. Um, there was actually, and I think the person died or something, but uh, it was a woman who dressed as a man, lived like a man for like over a year. It might have been a year or two, and then wrote like a book about how hard men have it. Um, and then there's a, another video of someone who had transitioned to be a man and is like crying about how hard it is and nobody cares about their feelings and stuff. And, you know, of course, people are mocking it going, well, welcome to manhood, you know, uh-huh. suck it up, go to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. but, but the female side of them wants that emotional connection and wants that care and concern like women will give one another. And, you know, while I'm not like, not concerned about guys at the end of the day may be like, Hey man, sorry about that. Pray for you, encourage you. But at the end of the day, we still have duty to fulfill and we still got to go out and, and beat down the, uh, the ships in the shipyard. You know, when I saw that, I was like, man, I, I do that. Give me a mallet and a bat. I'll go beat a ship down. You know, I mean, so, uh, you have to start doing away with that and those things don't come naturally. And so I'm the same way. Um, you know, those who have never seen Matt Walsh's What is a Woman, um, the the people who support this movement cannot answer what a woman is. They have to answer it with a 
you know, circular answer. Someone yeah. who identifies with as a woman. No, you're using woman to identify woman. You mm-hmm. know, you can't do that. And so, a woman is an adult female with female reproductive organs. That's right. That's, That's right. a female. That's, That's right. how God made them. I feel horrible for those who uh, are dealing with um, the the gender identity crisis or whatever you might call it. Um, several years ago, and it's only been a modern philo- modern kind of shifting. Um, these things were identified as a mental health issue. Yeah. So if someone deals with anxiety or depression, clinical depression, these type things, we would go, we, we need to treat that. Those type things get special attention. They've talked about men struggling with depression here and how it's kind of overlooked. If those things deserve mental health attention, why are we simply why are we suddenly shifting those who struggle with yeah. you know, gender identity? transgenderism and those type things. Um, those things need to be addressed as they have always been addressed. It doesn't devalue the person who's struggling with it, but it does say, hey, this isn't this isn't right and it's not natural. Let us help you. But we see in other countries they're trying to make that illegal. Hmm. And and that's why it says, you know, uh, we've made progress, but the work is far from over. Yeah. That's why this whole article is an agenda. That's right. It's pushing to do the work. That's right. And so um, not only do I completely disagree, but um, women can't be men. Men can't be women. And it's setting up for abuse when men, you don't see women trying to become men and go compete in men's sports, but you see men, uh, you know, identifying as women and going and physically beating women in MMA and boxing and all of these other sports, destroying their records. Yeah. It's just not right. And so, uh, you know, I totally, I'm totally in agreement. There should not be any like gay bashing. You know, we, we should not treat one another in that way. Um, You'd have to, someone who would write an article like this would need to identify to me what you mean by gay bashing. Does it mean opposing you know, uh-huh. opposing a certain lifestyle, opposing a certain belief, that's not gay bashing. I'm, I'm not attacking you as a person, but I am saying we may have a disagreement on lifestyle and choices and um, especially when it comes to the gender stuff. Yeah. You know, what people are choosing to do as an adult, we, we definitely are going to disagree from a spiritual standpoint. Um, but at the end of the day, you're an adult. You're going to make that decision. That's between you and God. You know, um, I'm going to vote the way I'm going to vote. I'm going to support what I'm going to support, but I'm not going to, I can still interact with you. I can still be friends with you. You know, there's, there's a level of uh, relationship we can have. um, If your mentality is not, you have to accept everything about me or fully agree with me um, in order for, uh, you know, there to be love there. I disagree with that. Um, Hmm. So, you know, Yes, we should not be bashing anyone. 100% agree with that. Um, but love is when I see error and I see something that's destructive and wrong, uh, I must speak up to that and I must stand for what is right and what is true. And while there may be stories coming out of families that seem to have turned out okay, how many haven't and yeah. how many aren't? I guarantee you it's the majority but you don't hear about it because you, you're not allowed to talk about it mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't get the publicity. 
But there's people like Jackie Lee Perry, um, Rosaria Butterfield, all of these type people who have come out of the movement, written books and things like that, who can speak to these issues. In fact, we can link to their books and stuff if someone's struggling with this or has questions about it um, and, and wants further, because I don't understand that struggle. But those people who have come out of that lifestyle, yeah. um, several people who have trans, you know, they transitioned at a young age, regretted it. Um, there's one uh, lady that I heard from a couple years ago who transitioned back and has just ruined her body in in certain ways, but yet she found Christ and was convicted, found the truth, and wanted to live by the truth mm-hmm. you know, of God's word and who God made her to be. So she transitioned back so she could you know, live out uh, what is true. So definitely feel bad for those people, but at the same time, there are many people's lives who have been ruined um, and are being ruined, especially young people who are being allowed at a young age to make a decision for gender-altering surgery yeah. and all that type stuff. Um, and, and this is where I think men need to, to stand in the gap. Um, I think this is where we don't need to be uh, soft. Um, we need to be loving to all people, but at the same time, we need to stand firm on what is true, what is right, and protect children, protect those who are vulnerable, um, and speak up to what is right because mm-hmm. um, there is an agenda and it's being pushed heavily. Yep. And if we just sit back silent and do nothing then uh, we're going to lose mm-hmm. and we're going to see a lot of people's lives ruined. And I think for those of us who are Christians, we need to be standing, waiting. And that's why we don't need to be bashing and we don't need to be so hard on people because there's going to come a day that there are a lot of people making decisions when they realize that they made a mistake. Who are they going to turn to if yep. we have treated them less than Christ has treated them? And so we love them, we speak the truth to them, and we wait with open arms the day that they realize, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's going to be devastating. Man. That day's going to be devastating. I, I, everything you said, 100% agree. And I think that, you know, I always think when I think of homosexuality or, or the gender issues or anything that has pertained to that, I, I've always thought, when I say always, I mean like from my early ages, I remember just... You know, I had, we had, we had a family member that was um, homosexual. I remember just noticing things weren't right, you know, uh, when I was a little boy. And but but I I I've I've always had this thought, and and now this is kind of like what I teach my children. I mean, I look at them with compassion, and I think that's how we should look at them, like Christ looks at from that. They are very confused people, very very confused, and there's a lot of things they're probably dealing with more than likely they're so confused um it could be from past trauma it could be a chemical imbalance it could be something that's leading to a lot of confusion that's more than likely because it's confusion confusion leads usually into there's an accident just like if you get confused drying you can get an accident you can hurt yourself hurt someone else and it's going to be spiral you know you're going to lead to sin sin is dangerous what we believe from from the scriptures um we were we we're christians nick and i and and so um and so you're 100 correct we need to be there to, to, to love on people and be able to give them what we have, uh, which is, is really, we have nothing to give people, but, but we can give them kindness right. and we can give them the gospel yeah. and we can, we can, uh, give them any resource that we may have that can help them. And then, um, I think a good thing for us to remember is that we really need to define people, especially as men, we need to define, be defined person from the standpoint that we need to know and define things that we believe. We need to 
we need to really figure that out. We need to like hone it down. What's what what we believe is right, what we believe is wrong, and how we define things. You mentioned like you know they um, you would love to ask the question um, for them to define gay bashing. What does that look like? Right. And so we did. We need to as people just define what we value. And 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 if you are a Christian, you know, we value what the word says, and we really. Our opinions don't mean anything next to that. That yeah. is the ultimate truth. And so we, we're linked to that. We're anchored to that. And then that's what guides us. Um, but we need to define where we stand as right. men. And and you hold firm to that. And there's a way to hold firm and still be kind. And then if someone takes it as the wrong way, that they have to own their attitude or their discourse or their issue. That's them. That has nothing to do with you. Our responsibility is our responsibility. And we have to really define certain things we define things all the time if food this food tastes good if this food doesn't taste right. good so but but as far as what we value what we hold sacred and dear take care of families um all those types of things i think that's a good lesson for us so if you if you're young you're a young guy and you're listening and you're like you know teenager and you're you're listening i know a lot of you guys do listen and so we we and nick and i we we and producer carol we we love that you are listening and hopefully we'll give you some wisdom and don't make you more riled up but um Start to really think through what you what you hold dear, yeah. and what's a closed hand issue, and what's an open hand issue for you, and really think about what you value as a person. Your values always dictate the mission. It always pushes the mission. It shows the goal, and um, and so. But just and if you're an older guy and you really hadn't honed that down, you, I would even look at like what's your value as your is your in your family. What's your family values? What do you hold dear? And start defining things that are non negotiables. Yeah, and you know, um, and so, and then have that because when the world or the media is pushing something at you, agenda, you need to know, you know, because you're going to, if you don't have that defined, you're going to probably going to find yourself in a, between a rock and a hard place. And you go, well, I really don't want to offend somebody. And then you're already compromising. Yep. You've already poked a hole. There's a hole. There is a leak and you're going to, it's going to be a bad deal. And it's important to not allow the world to, set terms and terminologies. Mm-hmm. I can't trust when they use the word bashing, when they associate provide and protect to racism. At that point, you've lost the ability to set the terms on terminology and yeah. what means what. So when you yep. use a word like bashing, I, I I need to know what that is because you know you have already kind of gone to the extreme over here on another issue. So... I would assume anything in disagreement when it comes to the LGBTQ, you know, community and those who ascribe to that lifestyle, any disagreement with them, you would probably put in under that category of bashing. And now we've started off on, you know, not even common ground. So, yeah. So it's very important to set the terms and, but also to, you know, define you know, what you believe in and to be able to identify that. That's right. So we're about out of time though. We are, yeah, um, but it's been a good discussion. Yep. We're going to finish this up next episode. Uh, if you have any questions about any of this, you can send us, um, you know, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. Yep. Other than that, uh, this is all we got for you. So as we tell you uh, every episode, um, get 1% better. better every day, every day, if you find this thing enjoyable, like share, comment let us know how we can help you and uh, that i think i think that's it absolutely we'll see you next episode see you next episode. have a good one see you thank you for joining the mail cartel podcast be sure to subscribe and share to help other men join the cartel 
You can also keep up with us on social media and at mailcartel.com. <laughs>